Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. Welcome to season three. Season three. It's hard to believe that season two is just last Friday. Just last Friday, two days ago. <laughs> It seems it seems so long. Seems so long. Excited about season three. We are looking at the Gospel of Matthew to kick off the season. Matthew chapter one is what we're going to be talking about this week on the program. Let's jump into it. You know, of course, here this means there's going to be a shift mm-hmm. throughout the Psalms. We were able to have our little repeated joke on Fridays that it's always Good Friday at Text Talk because yeah. we were always finding Jesus in the Psalms, usually yeah. on yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. But of course, now as we go through Matthew, we're going to be finding Jesus. Every day. That just means every day is a good day. So it's Good Monday. Good Monday, Andrew. Good Monday. (laughs) So let's just kick it off. Um, Today, because of the conversation I'd like to have, I'd I'd really like to just go ahead and read the whole chapter. We're we're not going to, with with the Psalms, we we tried to read all the whole Psalm every day from some different translations. I think as we go through Matthew, we won't read the whole chapter every day. But but today, I think think it would be great for us to kick it off that way. Would, Would you like to read that for me? Sure. I've got the Gospel of Matthew here. From the New King James Version. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Amminadab, Amminadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth, Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king. David the king begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon begot Rehoboam, Rehoboam begot Abijah, and Abijah begot Asa. Asa begot Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Uzziah. Uzziah begot Jotham. Jotham begot Ahaz, and Ahaz begot Hezekiah. Hezekiah begot Manasseh. Manasseh begot Amon, and Amon begot Josiah. Josiah begot Jeconiah and his brothers about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah begot Shealtiel, and Shealtiel begot Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel begot Abiad, Abiad begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azor. Azor begot Zadok, Zadok begot Achim, and Achim begot Eliud. Eliad begot Eleazar, Eleazar begot Matan, and Matan begot Jacob. And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are fourteen generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are fourteen generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, 
and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. I want to begin with a startlingly important question, probably the most important one we will answer this week. Mm. Here it is. Did Nashon beget Salmon or did Nashon beget Salmon? If you're asking me to read that chapter again, you're out of your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive me all whose names I mispronounced. (laughs) I have no idea how we're supposed to pronounce that. You did an excellent job reading through all of those names. I appreciate that so much. Some of the names were very familiar to me because I just finished teaching a quarter here at, at Livingston about the divided kingdom and looking at all the descendants of King David and those kings of Judah. However, we haven't gotten into our restoration era yet, and so (laughs) some of the other names about after the captivity, I'm a little shaky on, not going to lie. I understand. I understand. You did a fantastic job, Uh, but... um Genealogy. Listen, yeah, Ugh. genealogy. So we're we're beginning the greatest story ever told. It does not begin with the words once upon a time. Oh, that's true. It begins with the words in the book of the genealogy. Now, you were saying before we turn the mics on, Edwin, that uh, Matthew might have a special audience in mind, a more Jewish-flavored hmm, Christian I think, audience. I think that's true. I do. Okay. I believe that. So ge- genealogy, does that mean a little bit more to the Jews? Well, c- certainly it does. Genesis very mm-hmm. early on begins with or, ah, chapter five. So I guess it doesn't begin with a genealogy, but very early on it gets to a genealogy. In fact, I think Matthew is trying to bring that to mind with this, the book of generations or the mm-hmm. book of genealogy. That's how Genesis five starts the genealogy yeah, there. Right. And, it, and it calls that to mind. Genealogies were important to Israelites. We especially learned that after the captivity, mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. the captivity, when there were the groups, Babylonian captivity, you're after the about, Babylonian yeah. captivity, when which, there is, were groups, which is sort of recognized around verse twelve and thereafter, and what we just read, when there were groups that were returning back to the promised land, there were people who were claiming to be priests, mm-hmm. but they could not find their names in the genealogical records. Yeah of the priests. And so they were told, you don't get to be a priest. You don't get Mm -hmm. to be a priest until either it is revealed by God or we can find some, and and there they mentioned using the Urim and the Thummim, but but it's really the idea until God gives us a revelation on this or until we find the genealogical record, because it's very important. It's very Mm -hmm. important that the priests come from Levi. And of course, I'm about to it's very important that the Levites come from Levi. I know that sounds like a tautology. It just sounds like something that's automatically true. But the idea that those who were servants in the temple came from right. from Levi, from that yeah. tribe. We're also dealing with the fact that there was promises given. Mm-hmm. There were promises given about kings. There were promises given uh, through Judah that the scepter would come from Judah. Right. There were promises given to Abraham. There were mm-hmm. promises given to David, David and to their descendants. And so it's very important to the Jews to keep that up yeah. and and to know who is involved in which family, who the tribes are, very important. So for a Jewish audience, this was actually a pretty important beginning. I, I get that for you and me, it's like, ugh, 
genealogy. Uh, can we skip it? No, no, we, we need to read this. It was very important for them. Hey, it's important. It roots Jesus in history. It roots Jesus in a particular family line. And these are very important for the expectations of the, of the Jewish people for their Messiah. Uh, you know, the, the amazing thing we're going to read as we go through Matthew is how it sort of is becoming clearer and clearer first to the disciples and others that Jesus is the Christ. Um, but this tie-in, I believe, helps the people to say, well, is this where we were supposed to be looking? Is this what God was promising and prophesying all along? Well, a genealogy right here says, oh, yeah, yeah, this has been coming for a while. I, I really appreciate you saying it doesn't begin once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not Jack and the Beanstalk. It's not Beauty and the Beast. It's I'm, I'm, I'm putting this at a time mm-hmm. in a place of events that really happened with people that were really real. Mm-hmm. And Matthew is trying to drive home the historical nature of what he's writing mm-hmm. as he establishes this. So for Matthew, it was utterly important to begin his story of the gospel, his account of the gospel, his story of Jesus Christ with, I want you to know this guy's a real man. Mm-hmm. This guy really was born. He really did live. Let me tell you who his granddad was. Let me tell you who his great-grandfather right. was. Let me tell you who his great-great-grandfather was. You know, Jack and the Beanstalk doesn't begin with Jack, the son of Stan, the son of Bob, <laughs> no, the son not. of, you know, he and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't begin with that because there's no need to do that. When you're dealing with a fairy tale, you don't actually have to anchor it in a real place. You don't have to anchor it in real time. You don't yeah. have to give who the ancestors and the descendants were because that's not a part of the story. Right. But it very much for Matthew is a part of the story. Let me tell you who his grandfather was, his great-grandfather, his great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. I'm anchoring it in a history. And it's not just any history. You asked a minute ago, was this more important perhaps for a Jewish audience? He's anchoring it in the Jewish history. Yeah. And in the scripture history. The scriptural history. These kings that we read about. Yeah. You mentioned the class you taught in yeah. the divided kingdom. Before that, we had one here on the United Kingdom as we were going through those histories. He's saying, I am continuing that story. Mm-hmm. All of those, mm-hmm. all of those hopes, all of those dreams, all of those promises, all of those prophecies that we were hoping were going to be fulfilled by any number of those kings starting with David, but we were always disappointed. I'm continuing that story, that, yeah. and not just story, but that history. Yeah, the message of a king and the message of a throne. So when we're looking at a gospel, this is its own genre of literature. It doesn't begin uh, once upon a time, like a fairy tale, uh, but neither is it a biography in the strictest you know, since the word, not in the modern sense, not in the sure. modern sense of the word. Uh, as we go along, we're going to be learning about Jesus Christ. We see his birth here and the uh, amazing and miraculous events surrounding it to say Jesus is different. Jesus is special, but it is real. It really did happen. This genre, though, of writing is not going to give us incredible detail about so many points of his life. Yeah. We're going to see pretty quick here that uh, we, we know very little, very little was recorded about, you know, his his youth and young adulthood. And, you know, really, he's, what, about 30 years old and starting public ministry. And that's where we pick up the story. Even that was not a blow-by-a-blow account of 
everything in a three, three and a half year public ministry. Matthew is not written to tell us everything Jesus did. It's not written to tell us everything Jesus said. It's not even written to tell us uh, Jesus' place within a geopolitical history and all the influences of the other world leaders that were going on around him or the other religious leaders around him. Mm -hmm. Certainly there's some interactions that we see between him and some other pretty significant people in the historical setting. Well, yeah, and but his, that's not what it's all about. Genuine historical figures. You know, yes. It's, it's neat to, we Pilate, know that, yeah, Herod. Pilate. Yeah. Yeah. These, these folks are all at Caesar, which, which Jesus himself doesn't get involved in. And Luke brings up that place there, but we still see that this genuine historical thing. Here's what Matthew is accomplishing. Matthew is saying, I want you to know who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know everything he said. I'm going to tell you the important, you know, know, the things, things. here's, here's enough to know what you should do from what he said. I'm not going to tell you everything he did, but by the time I'm done, you're going to know who he is. Mm -hmm. And as he starts this account, he basically sets Jesus up as the hinge of history. What this genealogy says in a very subtle way is all of Jewish history has been pointing to this moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now all of, from Matthew's point, all of the future is going to build from this moment. And what a powerful statement that is as we begin with this genealogy instead of once upon a time. It's no fairy tale. It's no fairy tale. And this moment is God with us. God with us. Emmanuel. We're excited about season three. Mm -hmm. Glad that everyone can be listening today. Please tell your friends and neighbors and family about this. We're going to be getting into the story of Jesus and Matthew. It's a great time for people to be picking up this podcast and starting to join in the conversation. We started just a couple of weeks ago, the Facebook group. Join us over there and be a part of this conversation about Jesus. Andrew, why don't you wrap us up with prayer? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for Jesus Christ, for Emmanuel, for God with us. As we're beginning this this season and these conversations, looking at your word and looking here in this Gospel of Matthew, we pray that our, our hearts and minds would always be attuned to the reading of your Scripture. Father, that you might impress upon us the truth that Jesus is real, rooted in history. And we pray, God, you be with us through all of our discussions this week as we learn more about you, that we would walk in a way that brings glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne.